How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Let the word go out from here across the land. Let Daddy Noonan uh, approve. Hey, this is Shooter McGavin. You're listening to the 19th Hole Podcast. Greetings, fans of golf. Alan DePew, once again, Golf Talk Live's 19th Hole Podcast. And I am joined by my illustrious panel, as we are each week, except for last week, which we had some technical problems, which I'm sure Christian will bust me on. But I'm joined this week with Boston Bob Baldessari. Ho-ho. Brendan Elliott. Hello. And the prettiest podcaster in golf. Two weeks in a row. Well, it would have been two weeks in a row. Week and a half. If my tech... tech if my tech issues hadn't, you know, dominated our situation, we had a really, we had a really good show going. Also, yeah, we yeah. did, Alan. It was it's so good to see you not frozen. Yeah, I'm you know, giving you the, I'm going to give you the bird right now. So I can't, you know, you just that, it's that, it's that smile that's always just like it, it, it smile Thanks, can't man. breathe. You know, come on, yeah. lights up a room. I pr- appreciate that. So uh, anyway, so our technical issues were so bad last week. That we just scrapped the show and gave up, and I had to completely redo my tech here in the office. And uh, and I'll, the only thing I know is hashtag Andy's missing three weeks in a row now. Wow, it's trending. Don't be yeah. that guy. Hashtag don't be Andy. He had a great streak going there for a while. He did. Yeah. Was it wasn't it in the Andy that boastfully said, you know the um the ever present one, ever present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like Lou Gehrig of the podcast, but he was, he was indeed. All right, so hey, it is the off season. It is things have slowed down. There is some news. We got some things to banter about. Um, I'm excited because we're just one week closer to uh, the PNC uh, parent child, and we get to watch the uh, the next uh, iteration of Charlie Woods. Um, but let's start with there. Let's start with Tiger. Where do you want to start? Well, Tiger didn't play. You made a bold statement, Nazamus. Tiger's done. Well, before the show, I did. Absolutely. Tiger's not the same stuff that he was, obviously. I mean, we all see it. You know, Tiger's been very open about his health that he has in the past. Um, because I think Tiger deep down knows that he he can't compete with these guys anymore. Do you know what I mean? He said he he blatantly said it in an interview this past week that he can golf, he can hit balls, he just can't walk. I mean, how, how are you? Yeah. You said he could hit, hit any shot, just can't walk. Yeah. Nope. yeah. I don't know Which how much healing and rehab he can do on that leg. I just don't – I don't see him – one, I don't see him contending in any major championship. Maybe the Masters. But, like, walking walk four, four days in a row plus a practice round, I mean, that's not easy walking golf courses during a major, obviously. So it's going to be challenging for him to – you know, get to that next step. I, I mean, I've, I've learned in the past, Alan knows this never bet against tiger, but I just see a different tiger now than we did obviously prior to the crash, unfortunately. So it's just like, it's sad to see. I, I I hope that he's not done. I hope I'm wrong, but I just, I'm just trying to take the the smarter route here and say that he is. Hey, Christian, do you you know any 54 hole events out there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let me go call my good old buddy, Greg, you know, I'm gonna see if he's hiring. 
I mean, hell, I go try out. Why not? Fifty four, you know, the cart. Maybe, maybe Tiger will get ready for a senior tour early. Yeah. If there was ever a tour made for his situation right now, you know, how ironic is that? Ironic. Did you see? Did you? I'm going to kind of shift gear. We'll bring back Liv here in a second, but um, did you see the one social media post where you know everybody's always obviously comparing Tiger and, and Jack, but somebody's like in their prime, Norman versus Tiger. Who would you take? And the best yeah. response I saw was, well, for 54 holes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <True. laughs> and I, I mean, seriously, you're going to try to, I mean, first of all, and I can't remember which who put it out there. I think I know, but I don't want to inaccurately identify them. How can you really make that comparison, Brennan? Tiger yeah. against, I mean, Jack, maybe. Tiger, I mean, you can see my background. I got Ben all over my walls. I am a Ben Hogan fanatic. Yeah. I mean, even Ben. Come on. Can't compare Tiger to Ben. The uh so 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 let's circle back. Okay. Greg Norman in his prime. How many on the panel here were fans of Greg Norman pre-becoming the grumpy old guy that he is now? Well, first of all, only three of us can vote because the That's other true. one wasn't alive. <laughs> that is true. They, they made YouTube for a reason. <laughs> I never watched Greg Norman, obviously, minus minus YouTube or social media. So I'm being biased when I say my answer, obviously, and you guys know my answer. But yeah, I got to break in here. A breaking news as we speak right here. Literally a text message. Sorry, guys. Just getting back from Vegas. Andy. There you go. We found him. <laughs> we need to interview him. What happened like in Vegas? He's hangover the, part he's, five. He's taking, you know what? I don't see him and Tony Leodora ever together. Is he is he becoming the new traveling golfer? That's his new assignment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, or Greg, Greg Norman. Who was a fan of Greg? Is that the question on the table? Hey, well, Spit. even you know, he had a lot of fans and he had a lot of sympathy for a while there, especially when he lost dramatically. I mean, you got to feel for the guy in the moment at that day when he lost to Feldo at the Masters. Like, you're like, oh, my God, guy's crushed. You know, you, you, I think back to those days, and I think, you know, yeah, Norman was um, a lot of fans. I mean, yeah. he was his brand. He was, he was, yeah, he was, he was probably golf's global brand without question <laughs> or, or brought back. I mean, Gary was obviously golf's world ambassador, but. Yep. I mean, there wasn't the there wasn't the media that Greg had the benefit of. I mean, Greg is and still and still is a global brand, but at the peak of his playing career, yeah. But who can't remember Larry Mize jumping up and down in his yeah. um, Lamode matching purple outfit, and uh, or Bob Tway burying it out of the bunker on on uh, eighteen at Inverness, or. Oh, shall I continue or Jack beating him because he flared a dead right on 18 coming up the hill or, or Faldo or am I, I'm sure I'm missing like three. Well, that, yeah, yeah. To, to me, those were the moments in my youth that got me interested in golf, not so much the losses. And I did feel for the guy, but his performance at the open open championship, the year that he hit every single fairway for, for 72 holes. That was that was pretty outstanding, and his swing was, his swing was just pure, and powerful. Yeah. Yep. 
back swinging the old persimmons and everything. I mean, he 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 generated a hell of a lot. I mean, he's a, physically a strong guy. He's not a big guy. I mean, for yeah. people who've never seen Greg Norman up front, he's he's only like five eleven, right? I mean, he's not a, he's he's not some big physical presence, but he helped. But, he, he generated some club head speed, right? But to compare him to Tiger, you just can't. You just can't. There's just Record-wise, ability to hit a golf ball-wise, just the the draw of people coming out to golf. There's just no comparison whatsoever. Well, there was another one I saw on social. It was it was funny. They're, they're creating new new you know statistics to define Tiger's career. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. Yeah, it's so hard to compare golfers too. You know what I mean? That that, that that's like the same conversation as like comparing LeBron to Jordan. Yeah. You know, like for me, it's like when you if you ask me that question, I'm always going to say Ben Hogan just because it's different technology. Tiger right now was gifted, still is gifted, obviously, with the ability and the and the presence to play this game. But he also had way different technology than even Jack did. You know, the ball's going farther, the technology with the driver, the irons, you know what I mean? Like, it's so it's so hard to say who. Yeah, but but is. but also that was also the beginning of the era when they stretched the golf courses out further. True. Yep, true. It, it, so that exactly though, it's so hard to say, you know, who who's the best golfer of all time. People are always going to say Ben, Tiger, or Jack. Do you know what I mean? Or Arnold. You right. know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, gonna... it's 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 like Ollie or Tyson or Rocky Marciano or uh, you <laughs> yeah, know, you, you cannot compare across eras. It's 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 literally impossible to compare. Absolutely. I think I think golf is interesting in the fact that you know you have. You know, they're, they're in some cases they're playing the same golf courses, albeit maybe modified. But at least there's some degree of normalcy or some. I mean, you, how do you compare a Rocky Marciano versus Mike Tyson? You're, they're fighting different guys at, in boxing. Oh, absolutely, we we were gifted enough in the sport to get a Ben Hogan, then a, then a Jack Nicholas, now a Tiger Woods, and different generations. Obviously, I don't know if we're ever going to see another Tiger Woods personally. I, I don't know if the dominance is going to be there back in when he was, you know, winning in like any tournament he would tee it up and obviously he would win or he would come in second players back on, on tour back in the day were playing for second place in majors because they knew that they could not beat tiger. I don't know if we're ever going to see that dominance. We see it here and there in a stretch like John Rahm, DJ cam Smith. We see it here and there, but I don't know if that consistent presence, I, I, I physically, I, I, I don't know. Watch it. Watch it be Charlie of all of all people in the world. Watch it be Charlie in a matter of fifteen years. You Bob, know as, I mean? our, as our as our as our as uh, our immediately dubbed historian of the show, would you like to weigh in on that uh, regarding <laughs> regarding the Christian? The, I, 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 I don't. I agree. I agree one hundred ten percent with Christian. There will not be another dominant player. I think you'll because of a the depth of the tour. Um, and maybe even the commitment to the tour, shall we say? Yeah, well, it's going to be, um, it'll be above the neck, um, like it was with Tiger and Jack Mm -hmm. and Hogan. That's where it's going to be. It won't be, I mean, physically, you know, I just, I think I mentioned on the show before with, I was with Gary player at one of his, uh, courses, my first head pro job. And he talked about in his lifetime, he felt there would be a Michael Jordan physical person like that, just an unbelievable athlete on the PGA Tour and just being able to generate incredible golf shots. So that that sort of error is here. 
you can see basketball player types on the PGA Tour, but um, even golf is just a unique game. It's, you know, Bobby Jones talked about it. It's the six-inch course between your ears is what it comes down to for tournament golf at the highest level. So I I actually think somebody's going to threaten some of Tiger stuff and Jack stuff, that there's going to be somebody out there that is just an absolute kind of just amazing with it, with the mindset. And the, what's happening with the Stephen Yellen, Stephen we've had on the show, there's been more advances and more technology in that area and more studying in, in that area about the mental side of the game. Um, I can see somebody coming out pretty soon and just, you know, being able to do do some great things because of the mindset. You, you, I mean, can you honestly say that there's any of the guys, Brennan, that's out there right now that could be that? Pro- I mean, I'll tell you who initially, but he's not that physically dominating player. Uh, I, you know, I hate to give Andrew credit when he was, you know, Morikawa is young enough and was dominant enough when he was playing. Well, he's not right now, but he doesn't have that. He's not that physical dominating, dominated golf course guy. No, I, in the current environment, the current group of players, I just, it's too deep. I mean, there's too deep of fields out there and, I mean, this is kind of a result of the Tiger boom. He created all of this, the, the depth of field, because they all wanted to grow up and be like him. And, you know, I, I'm probably one of the biggest Tiger fans that I know to the point that people don't want me to talk about it anymore, that he can still do this. Um, I mean, I, and I'm becoming to, to come to the realization that that's just not going to happen. But as good as he was and as dominant as he was, um, he still didn't break. He still hasn't broken the all-time tournament win record. He's tied, and he still hasn't beaten Jack's record. So, as dominant as he is and was, he hasn't broken those records. I think Christian, to to your point that he's done, I think he's motivated enough to try to just sneak out that eighty-third win, and he'll call it a career at that point. But if that doesn't happen in the next two years physically without the aid of a cart, which could be a whole nother conversation, which he said, I think we should segue to that in a minute, but okay. Continue. He said, he said in his, his press conference this past week that he's just going to gear up for the majors. And that's what he said, you know, at the start of this year too. But when you see something like plantar fasciitis that he had, that's going to keep happening just because of, the damage that was done to the leg. So that's not going away. And that's not anything that he can, he can keep training to get stronger, but having flare ups like that won't go away. So he's going to have to figure out a way to deal with that. Yeah. When when I look at greatness in golf, I think of, honestly, I think of four, four or five players, right? Tiger, Jack, I think of Bobby Jones and I think of um, Ben Hogan. Those are my four five players of greatness obviously Arnold Palmer is a close for that but like again like we're never going to see like like be like you just alluded to we're never going to see a dominance like Tiger ever again his bad rounds when he was playing poorly were still good enough to place top five we're still good enough to win tournaments I mean there's not a single golfer right now because the tour's so deep it's so it's so it's so good right now with how many good valuable players that there are it's just I don't there's not a single golfer that can go on a on a streak like Tiger. We all thought it was Cam Smith right after the Open, right? I, I, I made that I made that point, and I know 
we had him on, you know, we had him on the show previously is Billy Hurley, you know, because a couple of years ago when Billy came on, he was in rehab recovering. And I asked him a similar question about the young bombers at that point. And he's like, he's like, Alan, no, it's this is, I think, the manifestation of the tiger effect finally after 20 years that af- the top athletes are playing golf. And I, I, I hate to segue to this guy but i mean we started in our failed show attempt last week i mentioned this one naturally because christian loves him loves him bryson dechambeau <laughs> i mean he's he looks like he's ready to go fight ufc yeah he's trimmed I, down bobby he, just... he looks damn good right I, and right now like kudos to him hats off and i know he's going through a lot and I don't mean to cut off Bobby, obviously, but I, I'm he's gone through a hell of a lot. Losing well, I know it, Bob probably understands. He can appreciate it. I mean, it is your boy. <laughs> <laughs> but going through what he went through, obviously, with losing his father and stuff, like I can't even imagine what he what he's going through. Um, you know, that was that 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 might have gotten him in the mindset of just like, you know what, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the it could have affected the way I played. I I, I mean that transition from what he was to where he is now. I mean, that was quick and I don't know what's going to happen with Bryson this season coming up, obviously with live, but well, I, I, I have, a, I have a theory yeah. as to how he was able to do it. And then we're finally going to let Bob say one, he's playing one less round each week and he's only playing eight tournaments a year. That's how Bryson's able to trim himself down. It's the live diet. It's the live diet. <laughs> All right, yeah. Bobby, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and I and I just noticed that uh, you know there's an uncanny resemblance from Bryson to uh, Christian. Maybe it's the lighting tonight. I don't know. It could be. Yeah, I see yeah. it. Is it that pink shorts he's wearing? What? <laughs> now the golf swing could be a different, you know, different thing. But I've seen it. He's 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 long, sneaky long. <laughs> you know, I've heard there's you know for a lot of years I you know, kept hearing the ball the equipment the ball equipment courses the way they maintain a golf course that's had a a direct influence on scoring and actually distance but i always kept thinking about the physical wellness physically of the tour players that i didn't think that could address enough right yeah and there's some uh it's kind of a mixed bag now with that with that end of things the the Guys are trying to get big like Bryson did and, and and lifting for weight. And then you see this trend in the last, more so in the last year or two of guys getting injured. I mean, guys that shouldn't be at their ages getting injured, but maybe that's coming from the a mix of the physical physical side of things or this need for speed that everybody seems to have. All right, you guys are both instructors extraordinaire. Christian's clearly a physical specimen that can hit the golf ball a long ways. It, it, I mean, to the guy, average person look out there, it isn't about bulk. Obviously, it's long, lean muscles, and and I can I can remember Tiger in the back in the true days of Tiger. I mean, all he talked about is being explosive. When's the last time you heard a golfer talk about I'm explosive? My my workout routine has me being explosive. Yeah, you just you don't you don't hear well, that, and it's happening at a younger age. I well, Brennan see it with the little little linksters and kids that are in his program. I see it in the U.S. Nice shameless plug, by the way. 
Of course. Um, little linksters, you know. Um, little linksters.org, right? <laughs> .org. Uh, but you, they're, kids are doing speed drills now. They're doing things to help them get five or ten more yards at eight years old. I mean, that was unheard of some years ago. But I'm afraid of something, though, Bobby. You're right. That speed's something that I'm seeing a lot of kids get into. But I'm not seeing a fair amount of prepping your body for it and stretching. Right. I mean, that's something I get on my kids' cases all the time about is have you stretched? And I'm not talking about doing some corny warm-ups like uh, like uh, who's that? Miguel and Miguel Jimenez. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about doing a, a, a regular routine. I'm adopting that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. With the cigar and everything? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. It's it's not pre-round warm-ups. I'm talking about every single day warm-ups and stretches. You know what? Because here comes the next shameless plug, Bob. When we're all in Orlando this in, in January for the lit, first inaugural Little Linksters, I want you guys to film me doing the Jimenez warm-up on the range day. Only, only if you have a wig. Huh? Oh, wait a and you better have a cigar in your mouth too. You got to have the cigar. Oh, if it's not in your mouth, you got to have it in your hand at least. Where is my Where's my uh, Where's my uh, mullet? I got a mullet. I'd pay, I'd pay I big bucks to see that. Huh? I'd pay big bucks to see that. You <laughs> doing that at driving range? I'd pay big bucks to see that. That'd be, that'd be hilarious. You know what? Now I am definitely showing up like that. Oh gosh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, so you said it. We got to go back to it. Those three of us, again, are old enough to remember Casey Martin. I actually yeah. had the pleasure of meeting Casey when he came through Hershey when the uh, – I don't even remember which tour. I think it was Nike at that point in time. Yeah. Was sponsoring yep. it. Came through. And um, that's the big question on tour. Wells Alatoris is already throwing it out there. I don't, I think his exact words were, I don't care. We just want him out there, meaning Tiger. As you said last week, Brennan, before we got cut off with my shitty technology, um, or is Alatoris laying the stage for when he needs a cart for his bad back? We, yeah, we don't, exactly. That's, a, that's an open ended question. But Christian, do you ever see the, uh, the Tiger in a cart? Oh, in a regular in a regular tour event. I'm not talking PNC. I'm talking a regular tour event. That's a tough one. Just because I know how much of a competitor Tiger is. And we all know how much of a competitor he is. I I would say no. But I would say that also yes at the same token. Because I, I know that Tiger wants to compete. And if that's the only way Tiger can compete is via golf cart. He wouldn't love it, but he would do it. I think. Wow. But however, though, if he, if he won a major in a golf cart. How tainted would that be? You count it as an actual like, I mean, some people, some people will be skeptical and say no, because he didn't traditionally walk the golf course. But in my book, a win's a win, no matter what, if you ride or if you walk. Well, let's ask our resident historian, Mr. Bob Beltsuri. <laughs> you want me to go with the, um, you want a tour event, you're in the record book, you want a major. You're in the history book. In a live event, it's a checkbook. <laughs> well, well played once. Well played once again. Hashtag. You forgot hashtag. the hashtag. <laughs> um, yeah, I I sort of agree with Kristen in principle that 
I, you know, it would, I'd find it hard for Tiger to play in a major something, something that's got that gravitas to it with a golf cart. Um, you know, I, I don't know. And, and I, and I wonder like the world's Zalatoris is that um, there's so much money out there now that maybe it's almost like an NFL career to some degree of putting so much into the game, working hard on your body. If you break down, but you've made X amount of millions because the money's so much better. I mean, it's way, way different from years ago. The, the players out there, I mean, athletic athletes to some degree, but still looking like ordinary guys off the street. Um, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know if, if Tiger, yeah, I, I would, what Alan had mentioned about trying to get that, was it Alan or, or Brendan about the, trying to get that uh, number 83? Yeah, and I can Brendan. see him really, really, you know, I don't think it sits well with him when he ties with somebody. And yeah. I think he wants to get past need. Yeah, but I don't think he sacrificed. Brent, do you think he sacrificed his, his role in history? And do they put the asterisk next to it like Roger Maris, Mark McGuire, Barry so Bonds, Sammy the, Sosa? The, <laughs> yeah, that, that's where my mind went was the Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds. And by but... the way, Aaron Judge, nice nice paycheck today. He must be yeah. playing for he must be playing for the live Yankees. <laughs> I don't know. I'm seeing it differently. It's because the Casey Martin case opened this all up. But that was early 2000s. I don't think anybody's used it besides John, John Daly, Daly applying John for Daly. It That's it. In the PJ Championship. So I never would see Tiger if he did use a cart using it to the extent that those guys did. Martin for various reasons, John Daly questionable. Um I could see it being used where it's in between holes or as he gets a little bit winded, but for the most part, he's walking. So maybe a scenario where it's like 70% of the time he's walking, but he's using the cart the 30% of the time to help him continue to just can, you know, get through the round. And that scenario, I don't know if I have a problem with it. I, I don't know if I could ever sell him on that, but. I'm going to throw the most improbable conclusion to the PNC. Can you tell I'm jacked up for the PNC, guys? Yeah. I'm going to throw it's out a the fun most, event. It is a fun event. I'm going to throw out the most improbable conclusion. Team Daly, Team Woods, once again, down the stretch, battling out. JD gets pulled over for DUI on 18 and loses. <laughs> Could happen. <laughs> Could happen. There's no doubt Could about happen. it. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb here and say that him and Ty and him and Charlie win this week. Uh, yeah, I uh, like that. Sorry. Is it this week or next week? Uh, next week, I believe. Next week. No, I think it's next week. Yeah. I'm going to go on a, I'm going to go on a note here and then uh, before it starts. And I'm going to say that him and Charlie win this week. Wow. The, the gift of tiger hitting a golf ball is never going to change with his bad leg or with it or without his bad leg. He still knows how to hit a golf ball. He can still shot shape. He can still hit any golf shot you want him to at any given moment. It's just he doesn't have the power or the ability to do the things that he did, obviously, you know, pre-crash. So, it, and Charlie, we don't have to obviously talk about him. He's he's a stud. He can be he can be half of basically America almost. He's he's just a gifted athlete. Do you know what I mean? He gets it all from his dad, obviously. And it's Brendan, do you see? Have you him. seen the? Yeah, see, have you seen the talking about stretching and that physical aspect? Have you seen how he is maturing physically? Yeah, it's impressive. Like yeah. he's, he's not, it's not just like a 13 year old kind of filling out. He's like big up in the chest and stuff. So he's ser doing some serious working out and 
you know, going back to what we were just saying about bulking up and stuff, I don't think he's doing it in, in a bad way. I just think that he has the right people around him because he has the luxury of that. And they're just doing things the right way from a physical standpoint, because he and his speed, like some of the videos of his swing, he's he's generating some speed for a little kid. Oh, it's 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 a treat to watch him. And honestly, John Daly Jr. He, yeah, that kid's a stud. Too. Oh, man, he goes yeah. after it. Oh, my goodness. I, I would love nothing more than to see both of them on 18 one day coming down the stretch to win a major. I would love that, you know, because honestly, they're they're And there's so many good amateur golfers out there. Um, But like, again, looking at Charlie and looking at Daly, it, just their technique, the fundamentals that they have. Obviously, like I don't teach golf like you guys do, but you can if you're an avid golfer you can clearly look at a golf swing and understand that okay you know what they got potential obviously to go somewhere and like i know charlie's younger but i know i'm sure he'll commit to a big d1 school if not stanford follow his dad and i'm sure we'll see charlie on tv one day um cuz I, I he's just it's just a treat to watch honestly anyone nothing okay good i'm going to move on um Crazy golf story. Have you ever seen someone bite another guy's nose off in an altercation on a golf course? <laughs> what is the craziest shit that you've seen on a golf course? Go, oh, Bob. Mm. Yeah, I was going to use this for my end of the show comment, uh, but this place in Mississippi with the guy, yeah, they get an argument. They still can't find the nose, by the way. So, what? No. Still yeah, looking. You know, five-minute search, right? Or Is that what it? Five minutes and... <laughs> Then you know, find it. You gotta re, re see it. For <laughs> <laughs> his nose. All right. So yeah. the back the back story is these two dudes are getting to an altercation on some golf course in Mississippi on yep. a casino golf course, and the guy bites off his nose. You know, he's like a descendant of Mike Tyson or a cousin <laughs> or something. <laughs> That stuff happens on golf courses all over the place. I don't think it gets reported as much. I mean, there's fights and crazinesses. I stuff has happened at my clubs uh, over the years, and it's uh, people get they, yeah they get their emotions going. Um, especially you know if, uh, if down in the last hole or the the specter of like oh your handicap's not right or this or that. I mean, it's just it's some craziness happens out there. I've never had the I've never had the physical altercation. But there's been physical altercations, like I had to break up a fight in a grill room, things like that. But out on the golf course, it's usually and I've, do I've documented, we've talked about some of the stupidity that takes place out on the golf course. Even the first course I ever ran on. Here's my 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 vote on this. I'm up on this par three, and I look over and I watch this cart go. Where you know there's only the golf green for the adjoining hole, and next thing you see is it literally goes airborne. <laughs> and I race down the hill and I find it bottomed out in the bunker. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He goes, it's stuck. <laughs> it's like, no shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. Slow play scenarios. There's just stuff happens out there. People lose their, they, they check their mind at the front desk or something. I don't know. You, you would think in the world of youth sports where we hear about stuff like this all the time that that wouldn't carry over into golf. But with the number of junior tournaments that I've done over the years, it does. Yep. Parents get hot, especially afterwards in the scoring area. The scoring area needs like bodyguards sometimes it gets so so heated. 
Yeah, big time. Christian, did you ever have that? No. No comment. <laughs> you froze. <laughs> I just didn't know what to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was pulling the Allen Depew from last week. <laughs> All right, 18th hole. Uh, Boston Bob, go ahead. Well, I, I got, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about the Mississippi guy getting his nose bit off. <laughs> oh, talk about the talk about the uh, the scramble then. Um. Okay, Christian, tell us tell us about the scramble. That's your closing thought. Oh, that's yeah. right. Just when you play in a scramble, everybody, uh, for fun, um, don't be shooting 46 because you know damn well that when you go back to the clubhouse, nobody's going to believe you. You're going to get shit talked by other people. Nobody's going to like that. And just for the love of the game, just please don't shoot 46. Just be honest when you're out there playing. Hashtag don't, be, don't shoot 46. Hashtag don't be that guy. Hashtag don't Hashtag cheat. Exactly. Hashtag you, you you're an a hole if you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. Now we, I gave you a little respite there. There you go. What do you got? Uh, I'm still reaching. I'm going to pass to. Brandon. All right, Brendan, back to you. So this week is the QBE shootout, the team event, and the the thing that I thought was cool is they're talking about next year making it a mixed team event, uh, LPGA and PGA Tour which echoes back to way before Christian when we saw the likes of uh, Kelly Keenan, Tiger Woods, and the J.C. JCPenney. Um, I think Laura Davies played with John Daly in that as partners. So that's cool to have that coming back next year uh, for this this end-of-the-year event uh, in 23. But this week, that's where they're at. I think they got the, uh, the match is the following week, and then it's the parent-child. I'm not sure. Uh, can't recall. I do know that, uh, wasn't that the, um, where was the Ronald McDonald and all that? Wasn't the Ronald McDonald like, uh, seen, that, was a champion, champion lady and PGA, right? All at one time. Correct. Like yeah. Team? yeah. Yep. 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 Good, good historical note. Bobby got anything uh, since we're talking history? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, the history of the game of golf from back hundreds and hundreds of years to major tenants or honesty, integrity, you look at the game like that. And then it struck me this week where the PGA Tour and DraftKings have, quote unquote, rolled the dice on a new sportsbook facility very close to the 18th green at TPC Scottsdale. Um, that's interesting. I mean, when the NFL gets going with the betting, different other sports get going with betting that's so tied and you call it blatant, maybe. Um, it just struck me like, wow, golf. I mean, I know we all do the $2 NASA's and all that stuff, but um, that would, that just struck me. I was like, wow, okay, now the PGA Tour is getting in bed with um, big time with the gambling. I could I could miss a – Ricky Fowler misses a putt on the high side. <laughs> yep. 10,000 people are happy. Um, all right, I got all kinds of stuff. First of all, Big shout out to the uh, the Michigan as well as the New England Golf Course Owners Association. I just attended both their shows. Great time, great people, lots of good friends. Bobby, unfortunately, while I was in uh, New England, I drove right past a Frank Pepe's and did not stop. I was really mm -hmm. just I, I I it was on the other side of the road. I just went by too fast. Um, two stroke tunneling. I mean, 
I, I saw it literally and I was like, oh my God, there's Frank Pepe's. Um, Frank, Frank Pepe's pizza, by the way, if you're not from New England. But my final thought is this. We are recording on today what would have been Judge Schmales, a.k.a. Ted Knight's 99th birthday. Wow. May he rest in peace. Classic. One of the best all-time golf characters ever in a movie, maybe the best movie. So, yeah. your honor, your honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm no slouch. There's no betting on Bushwood. That's it, folks. Have a great week. How about a Fresca? You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30-plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan Depew today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519. You only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30-plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan Depew today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.